you want to make your company more profitable and your employees happier, research shows more women in leadership positions are the way to go. Welcome to The Leaders Talk, a podcast series by The Female Factor in collaboration with the Business Network, Senate of Economy in Austria. My name is Madis and I'm the co-founder of The Female Factor, a global career and business platform aiming to close the gender leadership gap for good. We enable more women to get a seat at the table and support inclusive companies to find top-notch talent in Europe. The Leaders Talk will cover honest conversations with female CEOs and board members of different industries, sharing inspiring stories and hands-on advice on how to create an inclusive workplace and equal opportunities in business. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode with Christiane Noll. It's great to have you with us. Christiane, you are the managing director of the consulting company Avanat in Austria. And together with your team, you support companies in their digital transformation. You are passionate about digital innovation, IoT, cloud, digital jobs. And it's really a pleasure to have you today. So before we sat down, I obviously looked at your LinkedIn profile and um, I was pleasantly surprised that you didn't have a long description. There was just a simple statement which said, people first. So I'd love to hear from you, who are you and how do you put people first in your position? Yeah, first of all, I want to say thank you. You know, it's really a pleasure for me to be here. Um, so people first, it's, I, so for me, it's something what is very, very important, you know, that we put people first, because I think that makes the difference. Mm -hmm. And for me, in my entire life, I'm always trying to work with people, to find people, with working with people, having people around me where I really would love to work with them, because it makes more fun, it's easier, yeah, and you're more successful. It's, it's so easy. Absolutely. Yeah. How has your experience been with a lot of diversity in teams? Because often when it comes to making decisions, the way there when you have diverse perspectives and backgrounds might be a little rough and there's friction, but the outcome is often better. Have you experienced that as well in, at Avanat? No, not at all. Interesting. No, not at all. Because I think from, for us it's quite normal. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So we have to be diverse. Our customers are diverse. Our clients are diverse. You know, we are living in a diverse uh, economy. Yeah, so we have to play. You know, um, on the piano. And if you want to play on the piano, and if you play leadership style, yeah, then you have you need different uh, styles. And therefore, it's for me, it's quite normal. Yeah, you need and diversity. It's not only female and man. Yeah, because a lot of people always think diversity is only man and female. No, it's not at all. Yeah, we are having a lot of young people. We are having so my uh, the youngest person in my company is twenty, and the eldest one is sixty four. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot in between, yeah, and talking to each other to understand each other, having different perspective, that makes the difference. Absolutely. We right now have different generations in the workplace. Right. What would you consider as your leadership style? How do you manage these different backgrounds, age groups, genders, etc.? 
Um, I think the most important is that you can play on the piano, what I said before. Yeah, it's not, you know, there's not one leadership style. Yeah, you, you, okay, you can say, okay, I stay calm, I stay authentic, you know, I am like, like what I am, honest, trust, and, you know, all this stuff, you know. But so that's the baseline, I would say, yeah. But at the end, you know how to play on the piano. You have to know, you know, in which situation, how to act, and sometimes it's good to putting a little bit pressure uh, sometimes it's not good at all so you have to be very flexible and mm. react uh, and act uh, into in the right situation mm -hmm. so flexibility a certain sense of emotional intelligence when yes. going into situations yeah, yeah. is that what you're looking for when you recruit your own leadership team what mm -hmm. has been important to you I, if you're going to look to my leadership team you know they are diverse as well Yeah, so from these 10 people, I would say we really have every everyone, you know, it's in, you know, from people, they went to the uh, Mount Everest, yeah, <laughs> so really they are the fighter spirit, yeah, uh, and on the other end, you know, people, they stay really calm, having every situation under control, you know, being a little bit more in the background, you know, so you need also a diverse leadership team if you're going to go otherwise you know you there are wonderful pictures you know if you enter a room and you look to people you know and you look to the leadership team and there is a lot of companies in Austria just go to the homepage look to the management team and then you have five men on the pictures you know and more or less you know they'll all look the same yeah so for me, it's always the great panther club. Yeah, I'm going to call him like that. And if you're going to look at them, okay, how creative they are, you know, how diverse they are, you know. And I think it's important for the future that you understand young people, that you understand what they are looking for. Yeah. So therefore, it's important that you have controversial discussions also in the management team. Mm. It's not good at all if you're all, everybody's thinking the same and everything. Also, the other way, you have short meetings. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's saying, We're going to do this. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> But that, um, I don't think that makes you successful. Mm, absolutely. I know that you're a strong advocate for women in the workplace. And um, I've also looked at your website, obviously, at Abanat, and it's, it's quite diverse. What uh, have you seen in terms of the progress that women have made on the executive level in the past 20 years, especially here in Europe and um, in the German-speaking region? Mm, I, you know, if you would have been asked me, you know, 20 years ago, um, where I haven't been an executive 20 years ago, but for me it was always quite normal because I had a wonderful um, social um, commitment, let's say it in this way, you know, all the people around, you know, you're strong, you can do whatever you want, you know, I got a lot of help. Mm. And then it's easy. But if you don't get it, you know, from so many people, you're really sometimes lost. And I think now there are much more help, much more support So you're going to find other people, you can talk to them. You are here, huh? by the Absolutely, way. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to make the difference. Yeah. yeah. And there are a lot of um, females, they are really willing to support you, to mentor, to doing coaching, to support you, to help you. You're going to talk to each other. You don't feel lonely. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm not feeling lonely anymore. Yeah. That's actually one of the yeah. reasons why we started the female factor. Interesting. Yeah, but, uh, but I think that make, that's it. Mm. What role has mentoring played in your career? Did you have a lot of mentors? 
Um, yes, I would say uh, they're not a specific person or a specific mm-hmm. mentor because I, I always had, yeah, I found the right people to the, and at the right moment. Or they found you. Or they found, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think, you know, I, uh, I found them. What did they exactly do for you? Were they a sparing partner or did they really open up their network and open doors? Did you get opportunities because of those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good question. Yeah. So it was not open doors, I wouldn't say. So not in the beginning. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was more, you know, they listened to you, they helped you, you know, they discussed with you, you know, different scenarios, which direction you're going to go. But to open doors, it started, you know, a few years ago. It was 20 years ago. It was not quite normal, you know, to be have this culture. You know, you didn't live that. Yeah. But now I think it's really changed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big difference also from the people you know you have interviewed. There are a few women I know, yeah. yeah. And we really we if we're gonna have discussion, we say okay, we should just take the phone and call each other and say I need your help, I need your support. Mm-hmm. And that's not quite you know that's not usual between women. You know before I'm gonna call my colleague somewhere, you know, I think ah, oh, but she's so busy, she has so much to do. I disturb her. So what I'm doing usually, I'm gonna send her a WhatsApp and say, oh, if you have time, perhaps you're gonna call me. You know, please, yeah. So, and I know it from my colleagues. Um, yeah. So they just you know, oh, you need someone. Okay, I'm gonna call them. Hi, you know, Peter, can you help me? Yeah. So it's 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 a different way how they're going to communicate yeah? and this is so we try you know to be very okay I call her yeah I know she's busy and she has a lot to do but anyhow I call her yeah because we don't want to cause any inconvenience I mean we're right. thoughtful yeah yeah um, yeah so you want to step back and I know you're busy mm-hmm. and so yeah so making more use of your network and really asking for support and help. That's um, so important that's so important you know and I really I would I would uh, really wake, say all to to all ladies on this planet hey wake up you know call me you know i'm yeah i'm really willing to support you know we're not going to publish your phone number but if anyone <laughs> wants to reach out to you yeah, good, good they idea. can reach out through us yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so you know before avanadi were with microsoft what actually in the first place um inspired you to go into tech um to be honest it happened to me it was not a decision I said I want to go there yeah so it just happened to me you know it was the right company at the right moment uh, and I thought because I traveled a lot and then I came back and and I've been looking for a job and then I you know I found this wonderful company a little company a startup at this time but at this time it was no startup yeah and the name was didn't exist yeah it was just a little company and I entered the um, uh, their office and there have been sitting a lot of people, you know, four or five, though a lot of, yeah, so. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Um, uh, four or five people and um, three ladies and two men. And I thought, okay, you know, it was, yeah, was quite normal and we had a lot of fun. And so that's the way how we're going to I, I enter this um, in, in this profession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What would you say was your biggest challenge in your career so far? To stay as I am. Mm. I think this is 
uh, in especially in this industry, you know, there, you know, there are ninety percent. Uh, sometimes, not sometimes, but I'm still, you know, the only women in meetings. Yeah. It's changing now, you know, it's getting better, you know, from year to year. And I'm supporting a lot, you know, and we are having a lot of female and wonderful talents in our company. But it's sometimes, yes, you feel lonely. Yeah. Mm. And it's just that you have to stay as you are. And, um, and this is sometimes not so easy. To be authentic. Huh? Mm. Do you think the new business world, the new hybrid business world, mm. will make it a bit easier to stay authentic and be yourself? Definitely. Because we all, you know... Anyhow, um, what you are doing, for example, you know, there are a lot of networks, yeah? So the awareness is a completely different awareness right now as it was 10 years ago, five years ago. So a lot of things are changing and moving, and I think that's exactly the right way. And we just have to keep going, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we at The Female Factor really believe that these so-called soft factors or soft skills, like empathy, emotional intelligence, and a strong sense for collaboration are really key for good leadership. And I know that you write a lot about um, the importance of uh, collaboration, how it's set up and how it really defines the corporate culture and is a competitive advantage for companies. How can we collaborate better in this new hybrid world of work? You have to learn how to use it, the first Yeah, because I know a lot of them, they don't know how to use it. The tools. The tools, mm -hmm. yeah, so technique, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, how technique is working. You know, if you don't have, you know, it's not fun at all, you know, if you don't know how to use it, the base functionalities, yeah. So first, train it, learn it, yeah. It's easy to use. Um, and then I think it's also, especially, you know, you're more flexible, how you're going to work, yeah? how you're going to set up your work. And I'm completely convinced that there is no way back, you know, as it was before. So if you have companies, you know, have been working here yeah, from nine to five every day, you know, you have to go in the morning to the company, you're going to stay there, then at five o'clock, when all the others, you know, on the tangente, yeah, uh, yes, you're one of them, yeah and stay needing two hours, you know, to get home. I think these times are gone. Mm -hmm. So you won't miss those um, rush hours on the Autobahn or the highway yeah, that you yeah, just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not only this, not only, but I think, you know, it's, it gives you more flexibility and it gives you more freedom and you can be more focused. So I think we will be more successful. And it's not the way that you're going to work more. I think it's the way how you're going to you set up the way of working to be more intelligent, mm -hmm. more efficient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a favorite tool when it comes to collaboration or a favorite technique, tip, trick, um, even when it comes to maybe time management? Because there's so many communication tools yeah, nowadays. I only work with Teams. That's okay. Only, yeah. It's the only thing I'm going to work with. Microsoft Teams. Yeah, Microsoft Teams. I love it. I think Great. it's the best tool. You can do everything what you want if you know how to use it. So, <laughs> yeah. Training, training, yeah, training. training. <laughs> <laughs> so... I know that you're currently writing a book with the title Seven Out of 78. Can you explain why you chose that title? Um, 
two years ago, somebody asked me, you know, hey, Christiana, would you like to make a presentation, you know, on a big uh, conference? And I say, oh, what should I talk about? And she said, oh, you, you can choose whatever you want. And then so they, you know, you can choose whatever you want. Normally, you know, the people, they have an idea what, you know, they would like to, what I should talk about. Yeah? And so I sent him, please send me the list, you know, of speakers, you know. I just wanted to see, you know, who are the others, you know, what they are talking about. And then I received the list. And on this list have been 78 people on this list. And out of the 78, there have been seven women. And so that was, you know, I thought, you know, hey, that's not true at all. Huh? Seven, you know, out of 78. And I called him because I know him quite a long time. And I said to him, it's a, it's a very prominent conference, by the way. Um, and, I and I said to him, but that can't be the truth. And he said to me, no, I don't find women. You know, I don't find them. And that was for me the time I thought, hey, Call me, you know, I know a lot of wonderful women, you know, perhaps they are not the ones they are going into the first row and say, I'm here and so, yeah, but you have, you know, they are, yeah. Uh, so, and that was, you know, and since there, you know, um, I have that in my mind. And so, yeah. Wow. That's, um, that's the reason I think it's still, we still need it. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious to, to see how the book turns out and we'd be happy to support, you know, what we also work with a lot of event organizers and, and support them in having more gender diverse panels, mm -hmm. because that's really a statement that I'm tired of hearing. We didn't find them. Mm -hmm. It's just not true. It's simply, as you said, not true. So... In terms of um, diversity and inclusion as part of the corporate culture, seeing it as a competitive advantage and seeing it really as a business case, because you say you're so successful because your company and teams are so diverse, Where can companies start when they're just at the beginning of their diversity and inclusion journey? How can they really include this in their corporate culture in the new hybrid world of work? First of all, find the right people who lead the team. You know, if there is no awareness, you know, in the management team, it's very, very tough to change the culture. You can't. Yeah? So um, sometimes it's important, you know, to put um, uh, roles in place, you know, uh, they are really responsible to go for this. Yeah? And if you would have been asked me, you know, a few years ago, 10 years ago, about quota, yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, we don't need that. No, not at all, you know, it's too much pressure and so on, you know. I haven't been convinced at all. Um, I said that, you know, a few years ago in Alpbach, You know, in the Forum Alpbach, you know, I said, no, I don't think we really need that, you know. But I had so many discussions with wonderful women. And if you're going to ask me today, I think we need it. Yeah, it's a shame, but we still need it. And if you have this uh, and you say, okay, how many women I want to bring in leadership position, how many women I want to have in executive role and so on, you know, then some people start to think because they feel the pressure and I have to change. And I have one of my clients, and this is so interesting, I think she's one of, you know, huge company. And she said to me, um, she, is the, um, uh, she is leading the purchase department. And she said to me, you know, if a company is coming to me and want to sell me anything, you know, 
and there are coming, you know, five men, you know, I will not buy at all. You know, also our clients are changing and looking for diversity. So I think there is so much pressure from different sides. So we have to change. yeah. So it will not stay as it is. So it will be better and better. And my grandchildren, hopefully, you know, will have a better, for us, it's better. Better circumstances. Yes, yeah, circumstances, yeah, right. That's what I've been looking mm-hmm. for uh, than I had, yeah. We will make sure yeah. that they will. Yeah, right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is there something that you would have liked to know 20 years ago? Is there a tip or something that you would love to let your younger self know when you, you know, got into the, the professional field that you are right now? I would say, you know, stay authentic. You know, stay as you are. Don't think you have to be someone else. Don't think you have to act as you think they could expect, you know, how I should be. And, you you know, you start to think, forget it. Stay as you are. Stay authentic. And, um, yeah, I think. And be brave. Yeah. Sometimes you have to. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really feel that you've stayed authentic to who you are and that you've been very brave. And I really admire what you've achieved in your career so far. Thank you so much for being with us. And there is one last question that I ask all our guests Mm -hmm. because whoever's listening in the audience right now um, hopefully gained some inspiration from your career path and from your insights. But for us, it's not just about talking, but really about action steps and commitments. So I'd love for you to share one thing that you can commit to today that will contribute to helping other women rise to the top at their organizations. What would that one thing for you be? I think that's more than one. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> First of all, I will take care of my grandchildren. Yeah, I think this is something where I'm doing, working with them day by day, you know, because they are two girls. Um, to have an impact. And then I think, you know, during that interview, I'm thinking that I'm going to I'm gonna invite you. Perhaps you would like to be a part of my book. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Count us in. Yeah, I think I'm going to put a female factor, you know, and, you know, however we're going to make it, we should discuss it, we should think about it, you know, perhaps in the forward or backward or, you know, we're going to find something, you know. I would like to invite you and I'm going to commit that right now. Nice. Thank you so much. Well, I'm very happy about this commitment and we will keep everyone posted on the book and um, we would love to work with you on it. So. Thank you so much. I see. Thank you. And um, talk to you soon, Christiana. We hope this conversation inspired you to take action towards equal opportunities in the workplace. Thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about The Female Factor, or if you like to give feedback to this podcast, head over to our website, femalefactor.global. We're looking forward to hearing from you.